We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome back to the CFB Nation All-America Podcast, uh, segment two for our SEC preview that's lining up with the SEC Media Days going on in Nashville right now. Bill, you've written a couple of pieces at SportingNews.com about, first, Greg Sankey's initial you know, welcoming speech about the state of the conference, about the state of college football. Everybody pays attention to that since he is one of the most powerful men in the sport. And then you uh, talked a little bit about Georgia. Uh, let's go back to uh, Sankey's opening statement for the week. He talked a little bit about Texas and NIL and the, the state legislatures passing rules that are going to give advantages to their teams and how difficult it is for the SEC to kind of navigate and govern this new NIL, put any, any kind of restrictions up there. You had some thoughts on Sankey's responsibility, not only in that respect, but also to make sure that Texas has a smooth transition because Texas is, is they had their problems in the Big 12, getting along with everybody else. And you don't want to at least kick off this relationship with having a, a difficult transition for, for a program of that size. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Well, I mean, in Texas, it's Texas. They, they're going to get a lot of attention no matter what. And Texas is used to being the largest personality in the room. And Texas is football crazy more than the SEC. The SEC builds itself with the whole it just means more thing. Well, Texas has a bunch of like $50 million high school stadiums going on in their state. And but they they could pass off as like Sunbelt stadiums and high school teams play there. So that's where the state bill comes in, where, you know, the language in that is says, you know, the an outside governing body can't interfere with our state law. So Texas is also a state that declared itself independent from Mexico and does things. They call it the Lone Star State for a reason. So um, these are things that Greg Sankey is going to have to contend with. So he did spend a lot of time talking about NIL and talking about these state laws and, and calling for congressional help because that's really the only way around it. And it's not just Texas. Oklahoma has a similar law. Missouri and Arkansas had a similar law. And uh, I had flashbacks to the Southwest Conference where those schools back then did what, and this was when cheating was not, was very penalized. They were doing it their way. So it is something that Texas, you can create a mess with that school in a hurry. And, and this is a relationship that I'm very interested to see how it goes with Greg Sankey and the University of Texas as they go along. And then day two, Kirby talked to, uh, gave the state of the Georgia, state of the union for Georgia and had to answer questions about all the arrests, all the traffic situations, all the excessive speeding uh, that his players have been involved with even after the, the, the tragic death in January of a staffer and a player. And the message does not seem to be getting through in that respect. I mean, they're still going to be preseason number one. They're SEC favorites, needless to say. But there is a danger when he talks about the focus, 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 but it does not seem like they were 100% focused this offseason. And a team that is used to so much success can fall into a pattern of complacency, which, you know, Kirby is battling that, but there's complacency on the field and there's complacency off the field. Well, he can talk about entitlement and complacency all he wants, but the more times this happens, the more it reflects a lack of discipline within the program and it, it can tear at you. I mean, and the comparison we made, I don't think it's to this point yet, but you could look at the Florida Gators as like, I was talking to you about this and said, what do you remember more? two national titles in three years with Urban and Tebow and in the speech or 31 player arrest. And I think a fair amount of casual college football fans will look to the second one. There'll be a Netflix documentary on that in about a month. And a lot of people are going to watch it. I doubt it romanticizes that part of it with all the arrest. And that's kind of where we're at at Georgia. I mean, we should be talking about three P and, dynasty and man 25 draft picks more to come but there's been a lot of arrest involving driving and i it's to the point where you cannot just excuse it on 18 to 22 year olds not when you have that many they have to send a message whether it means you you had a better message than i did you can share that with everybody yeah i mean he hasn't suspended or taken kicked anyone off the team or suspended any of these arrests that have happened even since the tragedy that they went through in January. And so the message is not getting through. That's the message that does get through to players more than anything. And 
his comment is players know what the punishment is. I'm not going to reveal, but the players know what the punishment is. Well, it's time for the public to know what the punishment is. And the punishment needs to be, these guys got to be kicked off the team. And then I think you'll see better results than they're seeing right now. Well, I mean, at least suspended, right? I mean, I don't know if you can kick a guy off a team for a misdemeanor traffic violation, but you can't suspend them. You absolutely can suspend them. And when he says that, I mean, what my best guess would be they, they, run a lot at practice. Well, if that's not working, you take away playing time. That's the easiest way, even in an era where players come and go and can transfer on a whim. Well, Georgia can have players transfer. They have plenty of guys that will step in and, and do well in that player's place. So I think yeah. there has to be a little more responsibility, accountability for sure. The AJC is watching. We'll put it that way. They, <laughs> Correct. And an, an open, open records request. Since Kirby was hired, I mean, Kirby's been there a while, but it was the, the amount of arrests and, you know, misdemeanors and, and misbehaving off the field is very, very high. And it coincides with their rise. And, you know, the egos are just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And there'll be more and more praise lavished on these guys. So you worry about that a little bit. Hopefully they can get it under control. I mean, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Kirby brought down by some off the field stuff because he's a wonderful football coach and he's put together just this great program recruiting from a to z he's run his program well on the field and inside the building and you would hate to see something offside outside the building bring it down it, it would uh, rob college football of one of its greatest dynasties and it's you know someone could get really hurt right i mean right. someone already has they have had two people die in this in this in the right you know, yeah, and car I mean, racing, the car racing uh, realm. So they need to get this under control before something else happens. Yeah, and and I mean, and he did. It's not all bad off the field for Georgia, though, and that's the that's the thing here is we we focus a lot on that, but and you you focus less on a guy like Brock Bowers or a Cedric Van Pran, who are these team leaders that they had in Nashville. But then at a certain point, it's on those guys. You can talk about, well, Brock Bowers is a quiet leader off the field. Well, maybe Brock Bowers needs to say something. Maybe Cedric Van Pran needs to say something in that yeah. locker room. Whoever that quarterback is. I mean, Stetson Bennett was another one that for everything he did well, I mean, what what do we know about Stetson Bennett since the season ended? Well, he got arrested. You know, so um, and you don't want to have that. You Like Kirby said on SiriusXM, you don't want to – be seen as having a culture problem and having those things. But unfortunately right now for Georgia, that's something they're going to have to change off the field. And it's probably a bigger concern than what they got going on the field right now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So let's get into our player focused preview for the 2023 season. We can start with the quarterbacks in the sec. So I was looking the, there was only four teams in the league that had winning sec records last year which is uh, not very many when you consider that four out of 12, uh, it was Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, and LSU. And only one of those four have their quarterback back. That's uh, LSU and Jaden Daniels. So among the returning QBs, who is your top guy right now? I mean, Jaden Daniels is just the best answer. Um, KJ Jefferson's good. Uh, he, he He's on some of these lists that I've seen. They have him as the top SEC quarterback, but I, you got to go with Jaden Daniels. And I, I zeroed in on something I'll be watching this year that he did last year, and we'll see if he did it again. You saw his progression 
as a passer as the season went on. He had 100 yards passing against Florida State, against Ole Miss, or 100 yards rushing against Florida State, Ole Miss, and Alabama. And it was a difference maker in those games. So what will he do against those defenses this year that will probably design themselves to take away him as a running threat? Yeah, so that's the, some go ahead. go ahead. Go no, go ahead. No, I just remember the opener against Florida State. He looked very unsure of himself. I think Correct. that's why he ran so many times. He just tucked it, tucked it quick, maybe yep. too quick. And by the end of the year, that wasn't happening anymore. He ran at the right times. Right, exactly. So, so what is his against Alabama? It wasn't like that. He was running to make plays. And um, we'll see if that's the same Jaden Daniels. I do think he's had an up and down career. And he fits in at an LSU offense where he's got good receivers. He's got good talent. Brian Kelly is using him a little bit like he did his Notre Dame quarterbacks where it was high percentage, don't mess it up type throws. And uh, look for that to continue. So of those guys that are are back among the returning starters, yeah, I would go with uh, Jaden Daniels for sure. Who do you like on some of the new starters? I've seen Kentucky's Devin Leary, who I was not high on. I mentioned that last year. He's transferring in from NC State. He's got NFL potential, and so did Will Levis, though. And as we know, Kentucky finished last in the SEC in scoring last year. Bill, right? You remember right. that? Now I know that after you're going <laughs> to remind me all week. But Leary, I mean. You got Georgia's Carson Beck, Alabama's TBD. We don't know who it's going to be. Um, you know. Do you see a, a newcomer, maybe a first-time starter in the SEC, working their way onto one of the all-SEC teams by the end of the year? I think Joe Milton will lead the SEC in total yards, just by product of system. Mm-hmm. So Hendon Hooker had 324 total yards last season, led the conference, and kind of go with the system, right? Just Milton is going to throw it around. Now, Milton, I, I do think he'll be one of the most talked-about quarterbacks. You mentioned Devin Larry. Got my eye on him because it's which one are we getting? We getting the guy that was injured last year. We getting the guy that threw for thirty five touchdowns the year before. Um, Carson Beck will be fine. You know, Carson Beck will have a good year with all that talent around him, and, and he could lead the league in passing yards. There's no doubt. And then you know, Alabama. I got to wait and see. I got to wait. Is it Milro? Is it Buckner? I saw something this week where Greg McElroy said he wouldn't be surprised if Ty Simpson was the starter. So. Hmm. I mean, what what do we do with that? So, they, and, and as of course, if you think Nick Saban was going to answer that question at media day this week, yeah, hey Nick, who's going to be the starter in week one? And and Nick Saban, well, this is who I'm putting in there. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. You're going to find out when that guy takes the first snap of the season. Tyler Buckner hasn't even gone through a practice at Alabama right. yet. Right. So, I mean, we're a long way there, but of those guys, I mean, Milton's the one that has created a lot of buzz because of how far he can throw the football, but there's some substance to it. We, we saw him do it to Clemson in the orange bowl. Right. Exactly. He had a great orange bowl and he's in a great offense. So that's a good one. I, I like Carson Beck too. They're 12 and Oh, he's going to get on those all sec teams at the end of the year. Be hard to, hard to right. keep him off. I would think sec guys near the top of your 2024 big board bill you you do the 2024 big board every year in the off season i looked at it you've got you know brock bowers of course tight end at georgia you've got dallas turner linebacker at alabama some other guys of course um what surprised me a little bit and i don't know if you 
saw my little note here, but you have six SEC players on your top 32 of your big board. And SEC has averaged about 11 first rounders in the last five years. And you, like I said, you only have six. So I'm about to go to Twitter and say, Bill Bender says the SEC is down. Right. The SEC is in trouble. Well, the Big Ten has a bunch of first round guys <laughs> on there. Uh, Marvin Harrison and, you know, these Ohio State, Ohio State might have six first round picks. And Bill that's Bender's Big Ten bias is showing through. Exactly. Again. ACC has some guys. Um, but go, yeah, go through your SEC guys in your top 32 yeah. and kind of why they're there and, and what they need to, to sort of do this year. Well, there's not an SEC first round quarterback either. That's part of the problem. So, unless right. Joe Milton becomes that guy, um, yeah, I, I would say they're, they're definitely some good ones. I, I think Brock Bowers is the one that jumps out. I mean, he's so freakishly good that how high are we, are we going to take him as high as Kyle Pitts was drafted when he came out of Florida? Uh, Dallas Turner is a player I enjoy that he's not on the All-American list as much this summer, but could have a bounce back year. He's averaged nine tackles for loss the last couple seasons. Bullard's obviously sweet at Georgia. He's a great player. And then the Alabama guys like Kool-Aid McKinstry, he's pretty much locked in as a first-round talent. Still think he needs to prove it on the field, but they'll have a couple jump in there that I don't have on there. You know, they Trochi, do every year. Trochi trivia sidebar, Kool-Aid McKinstry's real first name. Before he officially changed it, which he did officially change it, do you know? Oh, I remember name? what it was because I was t- – I can't remember. It's great. It's a great name. Like, I don't even know why he changed it. What is it? Does it start with an L? Jaquincy. There you go. Jaquincy McKinstry. I'm like, that doesn't need to be changed. That's a great first name. Yeah, well, (laughs) Kool-Aid's fun too. I like, I still drink it. So (laughs) I still drink the little cool burst with the straw that my kids are supposed to have. But uh, I still get into that every once in a while. So very good on him. Um, There'll be a couple. No, you 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 make a good point on him though. He has a lot of hype, a ton of talent, great punt returner. Committed a ton of pass interference penalties last mm-hmm. year. Had some just – he's just too physical. He has got to scale it back before he's going to be a shutdown corner. Right. And, and I think, you know, like I said, there's always guys that jump out. Like Emmanuel Forbes was a guy that was kind of on my radar last year, but he uh, had an awesome year for Mississippi State. Another guy not on that list, but could be the first running back drafted is Raheem Sanders, Rocket Sanders with Arkansas. And you'll see him on a lot of All-American lists along with Quinshot Junkins. There's been a lot – in the news about running backs um, and being paid at the next level, those <laughs> are two not, guys. Not being paid, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, those are two that I'm watching. I mean, Quinshot, he had really good season. So, those are the type of guys. I don't – they're probably first-round talents that are going to get drafted in the second round because of positional value. We can look at some, some All-America candidates. We've been working on the Sporting News All-America team. And preseason All-America team, LSU wide receiver Malik Neighbors. He's leads the conference in returning, you know, receiving yards from last year's leading returning receiver. Uh, you mentioned Cedric Van Pran, Georgia at center, could be on some All-America lists. Mississippi State has an offensive lineman, Bo Limmer, who played guard last year. He's moving to center. He moved to center in the spring. He's got an NFL future, I would think. Uh, LSU, their linebacker there, Harold Perkins Jr., we both love him. He just balled out like crazy against Arkansas last year. He's got a ton of potential. Excited to watch him. There's going to be a lot of eyeballs on him 
And uh, Georgia linebacker Jamin Dumas Johnson is another guy who's going to be on some All America lists. Uh, did we miss anybody? You want to talk about any of these All America guys that we were, we're kind of looking at? No, I mean Neighbors is a good one. Um, anytime you're you're kind of hyped as the best returning receiver in the SEC, you can you you'll be on these lists. Um, I think Caleb Downs is going to be one of the most interesting players in the country. An Alabama safety freshman watched him pop in the spring game, uh, the brother of Josh Downs, the really talented new North Carolina receiver that went on to the NFL. One of those five-star freshmen that's going to play right away. So I think he's really interesting. I mentioned Evan Stewart in the, in the earlier podcast where breakout five-star receiver Petrino gets him going at Texas A&M. He could break out and have a huge season as a receiver. I remember seeing him as a freshman and liking him a lot. So yeah, they'll pop from everywhere in the in the SEC. And I bet, you know, as much as our preseason All-American team, which will be released in August, has a lot of SEC guys on it, uh, or will have a lot of SEC guys on it, there'll be even more when we get to the final one. They always have led. And the, the Big Ten and the SEC will dominate those lists, but there'll be guys that pop up that, that aren't on here, and that's the fun of it. I mean, Mason Smith at LSU is another guy. He didn't play last year because he had that injury freaky injury in the Florida state opener, he could emerge as an all American. Yeah. That's another, another guy that makes LSU's defense kind of scary and they've got a lot of talent back on, on offense. So you, you like Alabama still in the West, but uh, that's going to be a fun one as it's been over the last five or 10 years, LSU and Alabama. That's always one to look forward to. Well, I think that'll do it for our, I don't know if this is a mini sec preview. It's a sec media day slash sec preview. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, the, the teams will wrap up down in, in Nashville. And then we will be next week, only four weeks from week zero. So thank you, everybody, for listening once again to the CFB Nation All-America podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you next week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.